Hello everyone and welcome to Dunking Biscuits, providing etiquette for modern times. My name is Grace and this is Emma. Congratulations on getting through that. <laughs> I really had to think about it. I could tell by your voice. I was like, don't mess it up, don't mess it up. Your name is Grace. I am Grace. Look, we are in a um, challenging time and <laughs> I can understand how um, things may not be as your normal um, brain function and not in a negative way just in like there's just a lot going on so no no hard feelings I get it no no it's just it's a lot of pressure opening the episode as well so I feel it every fortnight when I have to do this I stress. <laughs> it's happening um. okay grace 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 <laughs> anyway what's the good news story for this week um it's a cutie um Ooh. and not in the way you probably think <laughs> um we're going to ABC News, classic, um, Instagram, and we're going to a place called, I hope I pronounce this properly, Hebel, Hebel, H-E-B-E-L. I would say Hebel. Hebel, Queensland. Yeah. So okay. um, I'd like to introduce you to um, a man called Frank Deschon, Um, because he's a legend living in this town. You might call him the People's King. Why? he bought the whole town to keep it on the map. Oh, my God. So Hebel is in the southwest Queensland, about four um, kilometres north of the border with New South Wales on the case, well, no, Castlery? Highway? Maybe. I don't know. Apologies. Um, Blink and you'll miss it, but for the locals, the local businesses are at the centre of everything they do. This small community, wait for it, of just 16 living in the town and 62 residents across the entire district um, has suffered through the seven years of drought, compulsory water um, buying buybacks and finally a worldwide pandemic which saw the nearby border slam shut and the town's lifeblood of tourist dollar run dry overnight. For 12 months, the doors to the pub, service station and convenience store slammed shut until local grazer and businessman Frank Deschon um, bought Hebel's Hebel's entire uh, commercial business portfolio in 2020 and revitalised the town. Uh, Hebel publican Merv Poland. Merv, great name. Merv. He's got a moustache, 100%. Um, no, no moustache in the photo, but okay. Um, <laughs> said he shed many tears when he was on his way out of town um, after the pub closed because he that's that was his job. Um, obviously, yeah. the pub closed, he can't work. The greatest fear was the whole town was going to lose their social outlet because obviously they have nowhere else to go if that's the only pub in the town. This is where they all come to have a yak, even though it's only a little town. There's they talk about things. So I would say more of like people's mental health even. Yeah. Um, I'm really settled in life here. It's a really kind place, he said. Everyone is equal, so it has uh, got to be one of the nicest places I've ever lived. And I've lived in a lot of places in Australia. A lot of places I've always moved, um, said uh, Merv. I don't think I've stopped smiling for about a day. A very sore face actually become because we are we couldn't wait to get back here. And with the reopening, the hotel has gained a new lease on life and attracts around 100 people on the weekends with the, when the border between Queensland and New South Wales is open. So Aww. we want to thank Frank for buying the town to make sure that the town does not disappear and to support the 16 people living in town and the 62 people who live in that region. So brilliant. What a guy. Yeah. Huge. Um, I'll make sure that we put this picture up um for our instagram because it's uh just a good picture just Just two guys just in a what i would say is a quintessential outback pub background flatty Um, shirts yes um there's singlets hanging off the roof like this um there's lots of stuff you'll you'll see it and you'll understand and i just thought it'd be really good to point out that you know um sometimes when things are not going so well you could be the person to help someone else out. Yeah. So, and obviously not everyone can buy a pub. Oh, no. no. Um, so we're not saying you don't have to go that big, but if there is something you can do to help people, you should do it. Yeah, just crazy. So he, he bought the um, so he bought the entire commercial business. 
So service station, pub, convenience store. Amazing. Very And we love a three-in-one. It's like a men's shampoo. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It does everything. Shampoo, body wash, you know, whatever. Conditioner, (laughs) shaving cream, tax accountant. It's got it all. It's everything. So really good story. Oh, Um, that is a good story. Thanks, Frank. Thanks, Frank. Grace, please tell me something good that happened to you this week. <laughs> ah, no. um, so I, I had to come back to Melbourne. Uh, obviously, if you listened last week, you would know that I was staying in regional Victoria. But then when they came out of lockdown, which is really exciting, and I like immediately booked to go get my eyebrows done. I was like, oh, I'm going to take advantage of this. Yep. Um, Danny Andrews came on the news the next day and was like, all regional businesses will be required to check the ID of people um, coming into their business Damn. just to check that where there's no Melbourne people trying to do a sneaky. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay. And then, so I had to make the decision, do I stay um, and stay with my friends or do I come back to the city? Because like, if I stayed with them, that would be great because I would have had company. But mm-hmm. I would have been like under house arrest because yeah. I couldn't go anywhere. He's like, you won't even be able to go buy a litre of milk without getting checked. I was like, oh, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I decided to come back to Melbourne where I'd go back to living by myself, but I can go get my own coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't need a slave. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm back. It's great. Loving it. Um, but no, on the weekend I did an online Zumba class, which is something Ooh. I I did one last year, but it was kind of like learn a dance routine. Whereas this weekend was just like, we just did Zumba and I like yep. rearranged all the furniture in my lounge room and just made like the biggest dance space I could. Mm-hmm. And it was just fun. Like I was, I literally had a smile on my face the whole time I did it. Amazing. Like it was just like me, a friend sent me the link so I could like see her pop up in the corner of my screen. I hooked it up to my TV so like everyone was nice and big. And yeah, mm-hmm. it was just, just fun. Just that, that was sounds, my win this weekend. That sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> sounds it was. So, so good. So I think I'm going to like, I said to my friend, I was like, oh, if we're in lockdown again next weekend, I'll do it with you. So obviously I'm going to do it again this yeah. weekend. Yeah. But yeah, it was just, it was good. I got to get up, move around, have a little shake. Because I remember I used to do, at one of my old gyms, I used to do a Saturday morning Zumba class, but I would like always rock up hungover and I'd just like, whoa, we're just going to dance. Like to me, it doesn't feel like the most intense workout, but it's just a bit of fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's my win. I just, yeah, had a a good dance around my apartment. I love that you can do that with someone else and, you know, feel connected. Yeah. And like everyone had their cameras on. There was no judgment. If you missed a move or anything like that, it was just fun. Brilliant. So how about you? What's your win? Um, well, we had like um, our so many hours of exercise that we could do outside together. So um, Jeff and I um, invested in bikes um, uh, during the pandemic because, you know, nothing Everyone else got <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, We did have to wait a while to get them, but we got them. And I um, got a uh, mini little trailer for – miss mac to sit in so um i do ride to work and she sits in the back and she goes to care and that and i ride to work etc but this weekend we um the weather was glorious oh my god it it was was so good it was windy don't get me wrong the wind was present but it was glorious the sun was out there's no clouds in the sky and like um melbourne in winter doesn't normally have that kind of weather um exhibit a shorts yeah and sunscreen Today it rained most of the day. So yeah. um, it was brilliant. So we uh, went from our place through um, a wetland area. So that area has – it's like a bike path um, and there's no cars. There's no – it's just a bush basically Yeah. Um, and also a wetland obviously. And you go around <laughs> it and it's it was, it was quite busy but not as busy as I thought it would be. So it doesn't mean that people were doing the right thing. Um, we ended up at Seaford Beach. Um, the ice cream shop was pumping, so we didn't, we didn't go there because it was just too busy. Um, <laughs> and um, Miss Mac got to walk on sand for the first time since she's learned how to walk, so that was hilarious. Um, she had shoes on, but she was still a bit like, why is it moving while I'm walking? Yeah, like, like <laughs> what is happening right now? Yeah, um, and it was super windy and she was trying to get into the water and, it was just really nice and then um, we just decided it was just enough of being outside because it was just a bit too much um, wind, etc. And we rode home and it was just it was just nice. It was nothing yeah, fancy. Good. It didn't cost – I mean, obviously we bought the bikes and everything, but it didn't cost us anything to go out for that um, time. Mm. 
Um, and we got some sun, and it was just it was just enjoyable. It did have a small uh, damper on it on the way back because the way that we're coming back, the sun was directly into Mackenzie's oh. eyes. So she did cry for a good 10 minutes on the way back. <laughs> yeah, just close your eyes. She's just like, it's happening. It's in my eyes. Like, make it stop. We're like, it's the sun. We can't do much about it. Yeah, um, turn yeah. around. <laughs> yeah. You know, you have a little helmet on. I can't put a hat on. Anyway, so, yeah, um, yeah so that wasn't as enjoyable, but – it was nice to get outside and, yeah, so that's – my win was yeah. being outside and getting to enjoy that. And just good quality time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice. Exactly. Lovely. Good wins. Um, yeah, and I'd also like to point out this is a funny win and, you know, maybe TMI but I don't really care. I'm at that stage of um, lockdown. I've uh, decided that I don't wear bras anymore. So. Oh, I've given up on them too. I wear them running. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. And- that's again because that's just a back issue waiting yep. to happen yep. but you know i've given up as well yep. not part of my vocab at the moment no so i'm um, on day five nice and i'm really enjoying it and yeah. um recommend so that's my recommendation <laughs> it's a good freedom yeah don't worry about it. it's not what, like what, you, <laughs> what are you why no one's seeing you yeah. so yeah who are you impressing no one pressing no one <laughs> So last week we were talking about share housing and um, we covered the kitchen area and then the bathroom area. It was supposed to be one episode, but apparently we had some opinions. We had some thoughts. (laughs) So we decided to separate and now we're starting today's episode in the laundry. So we're back in the share house. It's time to do your washing. Yeah. Um, So I have very particular, not views, but um, thoughts on this. So the laundry, depending on where you live or how you live, can be actually attached to the bathroom or it can be a separate room. So I want to start off with um, when I had a laundry attached to my bathroom. Yeah, because I feel like that was the last laundry I had with a share house. It was was in the bathroom. Yeah. And it was so good that the hose even pumped into the bath. Oh. Yeah, it was was great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. so I have three different versions of this. So when okay. I first moved to Melbourne, the one that was in the bathroom was just whatever, um, yeah. normal house, whatever. The next place I lived in a really fancy apartment, so it was like really fancily um, attached to the bathroom, if that makes sense. Like it was sort of like its own cupboard. It was like sealed off oh, from yes. the rest of the place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I was at, it was literally next to the toilet. So it was like... It was, I don't know if they just were like, oh, we better make sure you can have a laundry here, a a washing machine. Anyway. 100%. So I think more than anything, a shared house needs to have a washing machine in the house because I I understand it is a luxury. I get that. Um, But it also means that, you know, you can be a bit more free with your washing. You're not paying to get it done. So you can be like, you know what, I'll just do three loads on the weekend and I can just do that while I watch a movie or something. Whereas if you have I a laundry mat, you can do it a bit yeah. more, uh, yeah, a bit more structured with your time. Well, see, I wouldn't live in a house that there wasn't a washing machine there. Yeah. Like if I had to go to a laundromat, no, no, I'm not living there. No. Out of the question. I call me a princess if you know. <laughs> ridiculous. I'm putting my foot down. I will have oh, a. No. I will have a washing machine. So. Um, <laughs> When I moved from my fancy place to my lesser fancy place, um, Jeff likes to call it the closet because I moved into a place where um, someone else was living there and basically I rented a room. And so I didn't have to have any furniture except for the furniture in my room. Now, to give you a perspective of how small this room was, it didn't have any windows, so it didn't have any access to the outside world. It had a Ooh. glass panel at the top so you could let light in. That was oh, it. that's how they get the yeah. little hack. Yeah. But it didn't open. It was just a glass panel. Um, it, my door was a double door, but I can only have one door to open because I still needed a place to put a wardrobe. Yeah. At the foot of my bed, I had that classic IKEA 4x4 shelving. Nice. And next to my bed, so where the door opened, yeah. the back of the door hit my, my chest of drawers. Okay, and then it skimmed 
my bed, which was a double, and that's the size of the room. That's oh all God. that fit in there. So I could, I could just get changed if I close the door properly. Anyway, so obviously Jeff hated it because I'd just gone from a really fancy place when we first started going out to this um, cupboard, as he referred to it as. Oh my God. I feel like one time, once I was seeing a person when I lived in Richmond, and it was not a nice house at all, but it was just off Swan Street, so it was in like a really good area, heaps of bars, yeah. food options, lots of things going on. And then I moved to an apartment in Glen Iris, like real family and not soon, like not long after that, this guy and I stopped seeing each other. And I always thought it was because I moved to Glen Iris. Like that was, <laughs> that was like, obviously the oh, only no. reason. <laughs> but I'm it's just, just like the timing is too coincidental. Yeah. Well, like Jeff, yeah, Jeff hated it so much that he actually slept on the couch because he didn't like sleeping in that room. <laughs> okay. That's a, that's a lot. Because it was so small. Because because the bed hit was on the wall and it was a double bed, it was like you couldn't even just like roll over because you'd roll over and hit the wall. Like your arm couldn't hang over the oh, side. Yeah. It's just, it was very small. I, I agree. I was saving yeah. insane amount of money because I was paying $500 a month to live there. So, I mean. I just gave Emma the double fingers because I'm paying <laughs> so much more than that. <laughs> but I was like, that's what I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice because I want to yeah. save money. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, long story short. I know I've already laid it long, is that I, he, the guy that I was renting off, decided to move. Yeah. So then I became the person um, of the residence. Like, I was under my name. And uh, yeah. I had someone move in with me. So this is the case of last week we are talking about the guy who didn't ent- empty the dishwasher. That guy moved yeah. in. Great. Love um, him. Yeah, Dave, his name. And... Um, <laughs> Yes, I will name and shame. Dave. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to call out his last name then. I was just like, oh. <laughs> I actually don't know. Do I know his last name? Not the top of my head. I have it on my phone. Anyway, so I actually gave him the bigger room because, again, I still wanted him to pay the majority of yeah. the rent because that's the main point. I moved there. Um, and so I had to buy all the new stuff. So I had to buy all the furniture. I'll talk about the lounge room when we get to the lounge room part. But yeah. I had to buy a, a washing machine. So at the time, I was like, I'm just going to buy something that's easy, not too crazy price, no, like, yeah. fancy bells and whistles, just, like, it washes, it's good, it's a good brand. Um, and I find that, like, when you do that, you're, like, you are investing. That's your money you're yeah. investing into um, furniture. But he treated it like it was um, something that his grandparents had handed down to him or something. Like, it was... Like, he treated it like it wasn't brand new. And, like, mm. I explained to him this was a brand new piece of furniture, much like the couch, much like the fridge, because I had to buy because the other guy had moved out. And so, like, I could hear him, like, when he pulled things out of it, I could hear all, like, it hidden the side. I could, when he pressed the buttons, I could feel like I could hear him, like, pushing, like, like through. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. what are you doing, mate? So my question is, and I did put this to the poll, is that – when you buy furniture, and we are talking about the laundry, so the yeah. washing machine, um, do you have a right to say how people could use it? Because it is a shared space, and I didn't spend thousands on that machine, but it was still my money that I put into it yeah. to make sure that we had a washing machine. Thoughts? I think you just need to be respectful. Yes. Like, even if it is a washing machine, like, not a prized possession. Yes. It's still something that somebody else has invested money in, as you said. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that you need. If you break the washing machine, that's a massive inconvenience. That's having to go down to the laundromat and not being a princess. Yeah. So I think I think your housemate, we've already discussed that he was a bit of a tool. But, like, I think that's just being a bit disrespectful and aggressive with the washing machine. Uh, I, was, I literally – because the – the joy of my cupboard was that it backed onto it. So, like, where I laid my head within millimetres was the washing machine. Oh, wow. so, <laughs> so, like, he'd come home from work and, like, I understand we work different hours, you need to do washing, whatever. He'd come home from work yeah. and, like, or going out from drinks or whatever after work and come home at 10.30 and put the washing machine on. I'd be like, what the... See, I find that, I find that disrespectful. I think if you know that your housemate's head is the other side of that wall, especially the washing machine, they're, they're not quiet, no matter how brand no. new they are. They're not no. quiet. So oh, I think there is, like, a, a time limit. Like, back when I was share housing, every now and then I would put on a load of washing in the morning. It, like, my housemate, she worked morning, so most mornings I had the um, apartment to myself. Mm-hmm. But every now and then I'd be like, oh... Damn, I really need to do that load of washing. And I'd put it on and 
our washing machine in the last apartment was in a cupboard. So I'd shut the cupboard and then I would shut the bathroom door just to try and minimize the noise. But I think like doing it in the morning before work is one thing. Doing it home when you know your housemate's asleep. Like she's going to get out of bed soon. I don't mind waking up in the morning. But at night, that's a different thing. That's Uh, rude. I I definitely think there's a a no washing time. Yeah, and I would say like... Like, like after, if your housemate's in bed for the night yeah. and it's like, you know, they're not laying in bed watching a movie, like it's like nighttime, like I would say after like 8.39. Yeah. It just shows how early we go to bed. <laughs> Mate, like 6, yeah. 6 day. Yeah. You know, you really should be doing your washing after 4 in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I think it's definitely times and it will depend on what type of work that both people do in the, in the, yeah. um, in the shed housing so if if you work with like a nurse or someone type of shift work obviously they're going to need to do washing before they go back to sleep or after they sleep before they go back to work and they need to like they need to make their lives also functional so depending on what your circumstances are with your housemates it would definitely depend on when and um when you and should use the um, washing machine i would generally say if the majority of the house is sleeping it's a no-go zone yeah, but I do I do like the idea that if people are supposed to be up shortly, you can put it on because it's not. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't mean like as in, like, it's they're meant to be up at seven. You're putting on at six. I think that's too. I think it's more like it's around it's around seven, like as in within ten minutes, and you know that that's their normal time they get up on that particular day. Then yeah. yes, put it on. Um, but yeah, I think I don't know. It just. I just don't understand how some people just don't see how other people function either. Like, if you live in a bigger house, like, when I lived in that house in London and, like, that washing machine was on at all times of the night. It didn't yeah. – there was no – because it was in an area where we could actually close the door. But still, the other guy that I lived downstairs with, his wall backed onto where backed the washing machine's yeah, area was. And so um, – it's a bit harder because we had people who worked different out. We had one person who was a flight attendant. So, like, she oh, could come God. in at, like, any time of the night, um, all day, sorry, and then you just, like, she needs to get washing done because she's going to be out in another six hours. So, like, yeah, um, yeah, just depending on your circumstances and the people that you live with circumstances. But there definitely should be a time where the majority of people who are sleeping um, should not be disturbed. I think that's yeah. a, a good rule. Yeah, I think so too. And then the other one with that, and this is something you put on the polls early today, is um, kind of like uh, like taking ownership maybe of the washing machine. <laughs> yeah. Like that's not the right word to use, but I can't think of anything else. We're in lockdown. I'm sad. Yeah. Um, so I think it's like, like, can you, like, I haven't lived in a house with a clothesline for a very long time. It's been a lot of clothes horse drying, which yep. does my head in, but what's a girl to do? Yeah. Um, I would never take my housemates' clothes off the clothes loss, like, once they're dry. Yeah. But if I know they've been up for a good amount of time and they would be dry, I would be like, oh, do you mind putting your clothes away? I need to do the washing. And I think that's okay. Yeah. Because that way she can go see, she can feel around, oh, yeah, my clothes are dry. Yep, I'll put them, I'll put them away. Like, yeah. that's fine. I think asking. I, I, I don't think I could just – like stand in front of her and be like, I'm just going to put your washing away because I need to do it. Like, I think that's a bit intense. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. I think I'm trying to remember what I did with Emma because she had a clothesline, but I feel like we did a lot of washing that was inside. And I think we actually had our own individual horse, like um, horses, clothes horses. <laughs> See, I feel like most people should have that. I had to also share a clothes horse because I inherited it from another like housemate back in my uni days and we just never got a new one. <laughs> But I just think if you? that's if that's gonna just resolve that problem, spend that money, get your own clothes yeah. horse. Um, especially if you are fortunate enough to have a balcony or a backyard area, like a enclosed yeah. space that you can actually put um, your clothes out because it's that it's not very good to have your clothes drying in a in a confined space. I don't know if you knew that. I don't, but I also don't have a balcony, so what's it going to do? <laughs> oh no, but I'm just saying like. Um, it's not yeah. like the like spores that are in um, drying clothes are not good um, to have way in an area that you sleep in. So obviously not your oh, that's okay. living. Mind yeah, too. yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying like it's just you need to make sure that it's actually outside as best as you can. Yeah. So oh, there you go. Um, yeah, not good. 
for your health. But obviously, some people can't help it, especially if you're yeah. in a in a country or an area where it's like winter, like air pollution and stuff. Is yeah. Like oh, there's all other factors, but yeah. to resolve that, get your own clothes horse. Um, but I did, yeah. So I think I have removed clothing from a clothes horse that wasn't mine that I knew was dry and I did dump it on their bed because I'd reached a limit and I needed yeah. to do washing. Um you won't get you won't guess who it was. Dave It was Dave. Okay, so Dave did it again. <laughs> Dave struck again. Um Funny he would Dave. do his washing and it'd be like all weekend, which is like, you know, we both worked Monday to Friday. Prime washing time. So I need to also do my washing during the weekend. Yeah, I understand, like, I might not be home, but when I am home, I want to get stuff done so I can leave again. Yeah. Ah, um, oh, good times. Remember we could go leave and just come back and leave again? <laughs> I that right now. <laughs> anyway, so um, I'd come back and to be, like, still on there, like, oh, okay, I'll just wait till, like, you know, Saturday afternoon, do my other yeah. thing, come back, still on there, like, okay, maybe by tomorrow. And I'll, it'd be like Sunday night. And I'm like, I need to do washing to wear tomorrow. Like, we don't have a dryer. Yeah. I need to. Anyway, so I just dump on his bed. And he never said anything about it. He never said he was angry. He never said he's happy. He ne- Just nothing. And that's when I guess I just got more and more passive aggressive because we didn't communicate, which we should. <laughs> Classic. But we didn't. Um, I would also say that um, if you are taking off the clothes horse for that person, do not fold it. Oh hell Don't, no! Do not stoop. They're, they're the person who hasn't removed it. It's an, it's irritated you enough that you have to move it. No. And you know what else you should do? Just keep one of their socks. <laughs> Just keep one. <laughs> Just keep all all or one part of every pair of socks. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know what? That's fine. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you about with shared laundry spaces yeah. is shared washing powder. Yes or no? Um, I think it depends. So, um... I would say if the household is less than, like, three or four people, yes. Because you don't need that much washing powder. But if it's, like, a big share house with, like, ten people, you know there's always going to be one or two people who never buy the washing powder. Well, what we... What I've experienced is that in that big house in London, we had it as part of um, our bills. Ah. So when you paid your bill for your room, board, electricity internet etc it was actually part like dishwashing liquid or powder was part of it because there was so many people in the house we had to you had to always buy it you had to buy it every week because yeah just too too much um whereas everywhere else i've lived i think it's just been like you need like we need to get some and someone grabs it because it sort of swings and roundabouts if you live with one or two other people yeah um and then or yeah just make it part of your bills i don't i think it's just Depending on the size, but um, I think it's – I personally think it's weird if you have your own and you live in yeah. a share house. I think you should be mature and enough to be able to share. You should be mature enough to share yeah, uh, 100%. powder. It's just washing powder as well. <laughs> Who cares if you picked up the last two boxes like yeah. in the shops? Yeah. I think if it had been like six months and the other person had not done it, I would be like, how about you do it for the, the, the rest of the yeah. year? Like just – yeah, Thoughts? or just go and buy one of those big jumbo ones. <laughs> yeah. It's like literally the size of a normal person's cupboard laundry. It's just the yeah. second powder. <laughs> exactly, we need a second laundry to house all that powder. That's still <laughs> worth it. Um, yeah, I think yeah, powder and everything else should be a shared, um, a shared source. Expense, a, yeah, yeah, and expense. But I, I don't think I've ever been, lived in a place where it was individual. I can't think of a place that I would have lived. Yeah. Let's talk about the lounge. So we've discussed the laundry. I don't want to harp on it too long because I feel like that's something that people can get quite irritated on. So um, <laughs> the lounge room, I think, is a bit more of a communal space and there's yeah. more, a, a people are a bit more lax there because I think that's a place where people tend to relax. It's, it's the lounge it's, space. We're, we're lounging will. in the lounge, lounge. space. Lounging. So um, I want to start the same sort of point that we started with the laundry and that's furniture yeah so um again um having a couch vital must have a couch you should have at least two four if you need more but definitely have a couch i think people find their space in their lounge 
So, for example, you know where sort of people like to sit in certain spots yeah. in the lounge. Yeah. I think that's important. Um, we are creatures of habit and that tends to make us feel comfortable and safe. So if yeah. we're in a lounge room and we're doing things to relax for the end of the evening and that's you have your own space, that's that's good. The issue is if you have um, so many people living in that place, you might not have the same spot every time you sit down. You're going to have to get over that. That's just, you know, Move on. unfortunate. So furniture. When... Um, buying furniture or when having furniture in a shared space, I think you need to come to the um, conclusion or like the understanding that that couch is going to get stained. Yeah. Because as much as you might think that that um, linen white couch that you see everybody have in Byron with like fancy Instagram is whatever, that is not normal. That is no. like a lot of work. And if you're one of those people that's not going to wash your um, couch cushions every week don't do it to yourself get something that is a um, color or a slight pattern that will hide stains um, the one that we have in the front in our front room is um, I think it's Ikea and you can actually take the cushions off and you can wash them in the washing machine hang them yeah. out to dry. I really need to do that but I'm also like if I do that I know where to sit yeah. <laughs> so what I should have done if I was smart is I should have planned going to Ballarat better, taken my couch covers off, quickly washed them and hung them out to dry. But I didn't because it was okay. a panic limb. But yeah, you, had, you only had minutes. Minutes. You had to get hindsight out of there. Is, hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> so um, that's my advice on mm. if you're living in a shared place because the couch, because people – We'll have a cup of tea there. They'll have the coffee there. They might have their dessert on the couch. Um, a and curry. I, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I just feel like it's one of those spaces where people are a bit more forgiving about having food in and yeah. um, food on. So I think when investing in a couch for a shared space, that's um, you just need to be mindful that, yeah, it's going to stain. And even if you live with someone who you now married, they will also still stain the couch so it doesn't matter what that's, age they are it doesn't matter like a pointed argument <laughs> it was ridiculous first off it was a coffee in a like a tea bag situation what why was the coffee in a bag i don't understand that and um if anybody understands anything about science and how um liquid works so basically the string of the bag was onto the couch not onto the coaster and throughout the night it went up out of the cup and onto the couch and we have this uh, coffee stained um was that part ledge with uh, uh, armrest armrest arm thank yeah. you um and i was just like what what how how did you not think anyway so oh, I, was, I was wondering if that story was going to come up when i knew we were talking about the lounge room i was going to like i wonder if oh, just going to get called out for something yeah, tonight yeah <laughs> yeah so um but because it was not a super expensive couch i just took that piece off that just yeah. that one piece off i just washed that piece and i put it back on after um being you know dried and cleaned and whatever and it was fine but it's just one of those things where it's easy to get frustrated because it's something that's very prominent in your space it's something that tends yeah. to be in a space that everybody uses quite regularly and um it can be quite frustrating but yeah um yeah what's your thoughts on food drinks in a lounge room yeah, it's fine. It has to Go be done. For it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, you're not a mum trying to keep your three-year-old daughter from spilling her yogurt on the couch. Like, if you're in a share house, you are somewhat considered to be grown-ups. What? And, yeah, like, <laughs> or 18-year-old me wouldn't consider her a grown-up, but, you know, faking it till she made it. Yeah. But I think, like, spills happen. And, like, you could be the one who spills something yes. on your couch. Like, mm -hmm. just because it's your couch does not mean that you are immune yeah. I think as well. Like, you just have to be – like, stuff happens. Yeah. So Accidents I think happen too. Trying to be someone in a share house that says, you can't eat while you're sitting on my couch, um, kind of makes you sound a bit like a dictator. <laughs> so It's not good. And, it's not a good vibe. And nobody, nobody likes that in a share house. So yeah. I think – I don't think you can set rules like that. No, I don't think so either. I think yeah. – I think um, really – 
there's no you can't actually say you can't eat food anywhere in the house i think i think you could say please don't eat in my bed that's oh, fine oh if someone's in your bed but i'm saying like <laughs> that could be that's the yeah. rules that you make for yourself where you can't be like uh i know we're in a shared house but you can't eat in your room i'd be like yeah if someone wants to i'm gonna do it in secret i'm gonna do it in secret like i'm not gonna yeah. tell you <laughs> like, yeah um, i think yeah that's you can't have those kind of rules no you no. could be you could say can you please take your shoes off yes that's okay yeah but not why are you eating your breakfast on the couch yeah it's sunday like morning that's, that's where else do you eat breakfast i don't really understand yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no that's a that's a no-no yeah um i agree um i have more questions about furniture yeah <laughs> so you're in a shed house obviously sometimes people make an effort to make their place look a bit nicer than others um yeah. i think it's an age thing as you get older you want to live in a nicer spot um you're happy yeah. to spend money on that how many cushions or pillows can you have on a couch i have four is that how many people can sit on my couch three okay. three to four yeah yeah like um i would say Look, I would probably put two more on my couch and then I would call it that's enough yep. because then also it becomes inconvenient and you have to move them onto the floor for people to sit there. Yeah. Like my stepmom, crazy amount of cushions for her couch. Like they look great. It's aesthetically pleasing, yep. but it is not practical, Paula. Yeah. Yes, Just... I'm calling you out. <laughs> um, we have four normal size pillows on our larger couch and then we have these two like armchairs um, thanks to Audi brilliant and um we have those big square european pillows they're like yeah. much much bigger um mm. on them and because they just make them a little bit more comfier a bit more cushiony um but i find that the amount of pillows that are on the other couch is too many but because um jeff he loves a pillow he yeah more pillows are better for so him it's my dad maybe it's a man thing i don't know loves the pillow oh and so like he'd get on the couch and he'd be like oh can you pass me that pillow i'm like you have four you have four pillows and you want one of the pillows that i'm sitting on the armchair i'm like no it's just the sun from like the greatest show where it's like never <laughs> enough <laughs> <laughs> so um i'm just trying to what i'm trying to say is that you should have pillows because pillows provide comfort in that lounge room yeah in a lounge room that's that is what you're trying to provide it's meant to be something that's comfort um um loaded i think yeah, <laughs> it should be a lot of I comfort think so too. but there is a there is a line so i think it depends on the size of the couch i would yeah. i would say you should have um no more you ready for this equation no mm-hmm. more than two than the size of the couch so if it's a three-person couch you can have five cushions but that's it oh see i would go times two Oh, really? Like, because I've got a three-person couch, I wouldn't go more than six. Okay. I don't mind that. Yeah. I don't yeah, mind thanks. that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I am the maths teacher here. I mean, so are you, but, like, I don't know what I've studied. <laughs> I, just, I just teach it. I, I didn't study it. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to ask you about, obviously, you're sitting on the couch. You're probably mm-hmm. watching something, as I mentioned in our last little break, currently yep. watching Roger and Hammerstein's Cinderella. It's great. Perfect. Shared space. You're sitting home. You know you're home alone. You're going to watch, like, the TV show that you're watching at the moment. Yep. Um, for example, let's pretend you're watching Love Island. <laughs> Imagine. Sure. Um, and then your housemate <laughs> comes home. Yep. Had a big day at work. Wants to relax on the couch. Hates watching Love Island. Couldn't imagine that. But because you were watching it there first, what do you do? Do you have to turn off that TV show to make it something comfortable for your housemate to watch? Mm-hmm. Say... They've come in with 18 minutes to go in the episode. What do you do? I Well, it depends on how long the episode is. So yeah, 18 minutes left. Okay. I would. Is it a 20-minute episode or is it – Oh, no, they're at least 45. Okay. Come on. So it's I would like say if the watching. episode has um, more than half of the episodes done, yeah. you can watch it till the end. Yeah. If it's less than half, you got to turn it off. I think yeah. I think that's just being respectful – um, and I know this is crazy because I, I'm also a binge TV watcher, but you can watch that at any time. <laughs> yeah. When you press stop, it's this crazy thing. It just stops, but time doesn't stop. Like you can do other things around it. And then later on when you're not busy, you can press play and we exactly where you left it. God, and technology's good these days. It's crazy. And so um, I really think that, yeah, more than half, 
you can get you can watch to the episode. Um, mm. If something is happening that would be good for the person who was watching to be informed with, you should tell them. Like just say like, oh, this is about to go down. Um, this is what we're looking for. Yeah. Um, or if it's something that's going to be quite horrific. So I watch a lot of um, uh, crime documentaries and Jeff hates it. Like he hates it so much. Um, and then he'd come in, he's like, oh, what's happened? I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, so that guy has killed like 15 people in a killing spree. And he'd be like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that's, that's enough. Um, and so I would just say like, because I know him, you don't want to know. Whereas yeah. um, when we first lived together, he's like, oh, no, just tell me. And I'm like, oh, and I'll tell me, like, why are you watching this? <laughs> what's wrong with you? And now we're what's married. So, you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I think making sure that you um, are being respectful, but also, you know, they also need to be respectful of the fact that you were there first and mm. that's also your downtime. Like, just because they've come home, does that mean that their downtime starts immediately and yours has to pause? Yeah. I don't think so. I think it should be at least a conversation about telling them what you're watching and if it's going to be appropriate for them. And um, also if you're watching something that they are watching and you're in front of them. like Turn it off. Yeah, that's you, rude. That's yeah. rude. I think you need to you, you at least stop and um, let them know what you're doing so if they can actually make an informed decision about not watching it. And Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also think we need to talk about subscriptions to – Okay. Um, okay. What is it called? Was it to... Streaming services? Streaming services, yeah. So, obviously, we've got about a 1,000 because why would yeah, you have... Yeah, shout out to you for fueling my Apple TV. I finally started watching Morning Wars. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so, basically, um, you should have a system with people that you know. And in your shared house, it should be a shared system. So, for example, um, if you live with one other person, they should take, they should buy one and you should buy one. So then you can yeah. equally share it or get it off someone else so you have access to it. I think that's really yeah. important. I'm currently on the hunt for a friend with a binge account. I'm willing to give oh. you my Stan login for a binge account. So if I'm also looking for a willing... binge. I need a binge. See, this I've thought about it and I'm just like, oh, like it's not that much extra per month, but I pay for Stan, I pay for Spotify, I've got Netflix, I've got Apple TV, I've got Disney Plus. Like I don't need to <laughs> I just want to watch binge because there's like three or four shows that just gone on there that I'm like I, I must I must have I must. But have. there's too much to I can't like yeah. justify yeah no I like I'm... doing the free trial because I can't I wouldn't get through all the content that I wanted to if I did the free trial yeah. like I need an account yeah so if you're a friend of mine just remember like even if you've got a stand account deactivate yours jump on mine yeah like, I can't do that because my stand account's my sister's so I can't even yeah see I'm on my sister's Netflix. This is t- we we should be able to figure this out. We'll we'll figure this out out off off air. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll make, we'll make sure that we get the binge cap. Um, yeah. So I think it should be shared. It should be um, so people aren't paying money. They don't need to be spending money. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will also say that means that if you're watching something with someone, obviously you don't watch ahead, and obviously no. you don't give spoilers, and obviously. Um, you need to make sure that every is on the same page about how you're going to watch it and when you're going to watch it. Yep. So, um, yeah, I just I think we just needed to touch base on it and make sure we talk about the right etiquette of watching TV, um, streaming yeah. services um, with other people that are in the house. Um, I yes. will say this. There is something about bonding with a housemate while watching a TV show. Yeah, because it's just easy hanging out. Yeah, like, like you don't have to talk too much. It's something that you both have an interest in. It might be something that you can make a conversation with later. So if you've moved to a new shared apartment or building or yeah. whatever, ask what they watch. Like what does everybody watch? No, not in a creepy way. Like what are you watching? I want to find out what you're watching. Just like, a, like oh, this is something that we all watch on a weekend or whatever. Or is it like it? And then make that that's something that you spend time with your housemates doing. Yeah. So, um, obviously, Jeff's not so much a housemate as <laughs> the person I've chosen to live with forever. Um, he <laughs> like be more like a roommate because you yeah. share a room. Yeah. 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 And um, but at the moment, can you please introduce him as that next time he's yeah. meeting someone new? Has hey, my roommate Jeff? <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, and I think 
we and we watch shows together. So that's something that we do quite regularly. So um yeah. for example tonight, um he's got parent teacher interviews. That sucks. Um yeah. and so we're we're recording and so we're missing out on Survivor. And yeah. um he was like, Oh, so what are you gonna watch tonight? And I was like, Well, obviously I'd watch the block because he doesn't like the block. Yeah. And um he said, Because I want to watch Survivor and he's like, Oh, like he actually was like, Oh, you're not going to oh. watch it? Because I think he just – he loves to know information. And so he'd be like – he I don't know if he would do the exact same for me. Like he probably like wouldn't tell, talk to me about it until I watched it rather than just yeah. wait till me to watch it, um, which I don't mind either way. Like personally, I, it depends on your um, lifestyle and what you do. Um, yeah. But sometimes it's actually easier for Jeff and I to watch shows at different times and then talk about it later. Yeah. But like, no, you can't talk about it. See, I don't know. I kind of like the – like waiting and watching the episode together. Yeah, I do like that too. Like I like like sharing like the surprises and the yeah. emotions of the show, if you will. Yeah, um, I think reality shows are perfect for that. Yeah, and also um, just because it, like each week something's going to happen or be eliminated or, and so yeah. you can talk about that <laughs> and people just love gossiping and reality yeah. TV shows allow that. Just talk and smack about other people. Yeah. Every day my home group shame me for watching Love Island. But guys, did anyone watch last night? And they're like, oh, do we really trust this woman to educate us? She's talking about Love Island again. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it provides them joy to laugh yeah. at me. So Weird. Just, just kind of giving person Weird. I am. Um, can we talk about um, something that we haven't really mentioned, but I just want to sort of touch base on it? Yeah, of course. Um, just lightly, because I want to introduce. I want to talk about this next week. Um, yeah. Cleaning. Mm. Well, no, not next week. Next week's our our sixtieth. Week, week after. Cleaning is important. Yes, it is. And I just want to know your views on just just a blanket statement to end this end this um, episode. Yeah. Uh. Do you think that a house can evenly clean together? No. And that's the end of our episode. So we'll... Leave <laughs> <laughs> you on a cliffhanger. Uh, thank you, Grace, for clarifying that, everybody. We're done with that. So, <laughs> But um, I want people to think about that. So when we talk about next... Um, in two weeks' time. In two weeks' time that we can have a proper conversation about it and... Yeah. Because that yeah. in itself is a whole conversation. It really is. <laughs> Just watch us make one out of it. <laughs> this week we did some polls. So um, if you were fortunate enough to contribute, thank you. Um, so lounge and laundry. So I asked, do you have a spot on your lounge? And 100% said, duh, because <laughs> yeah. I think it's creatures of habit. Um, the next one I said, if it's your couch, it's your rules. So you as in your as in you paid for it 17% said yes 83% said no so I said no to that it's a shared space like just because you own the couch doesn't mean you own the lounge room yeah fair enough thank you I think so um so what about tv so if you paid for it or paying for subscriptions um you had the final say on what's watched and a hundred percent said not necessarily which makes me feel good about the people (laughs) As I said, dictator. Yep. Um, laundry, do you have an assigned times to use a washing machine? A hundred percent said nope. Um, is it first is it first in best dress literally? I really chuckled when I did that one because <laughs> I was like, God, it's so it's funny. Like, kind of looks if you're like, damn, people are gonna get a smile today. Oh man, you're welcome. A hundred percent said literally, so Yeah. Yeah, good. Um, is washing only allowed in your room, laundry, and drying areas, e.g. clothesline? 25% said, yup. And 75% said, it's everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) The only time I think it should be everywhere is bed sheets in winter if you don't have a dryer. Yeah. That's the only time. I think it's very dependent on how you can dry your clothes. Yeah. Um, next one, can you remove other people's clothes if you need the equipment? So take out the washing machine if you take it out of the washing machine if you need to use it. We had a 50-50. So 50% said of course and 50% said mm, nah. Yeah. Very interesting. I said I said no about the washing machine because if my housemates just done the washing machine like their washing based on experience, I can't do my washing for at least a day. 
because they need to use the clothes horse. Yeah. So that's why I said no, just because of my Interesting. experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, the next one, if you do take it out in off the equipment, do you hang fold for them? And Hell no. 100% said no, not their maid. <laughs> yeah. 100%, literally. Uh, yeah. So that was our polls for this week. Um, and we're going to finish off with our five uh, tips for etiquette for a shared house. Part two, lounge and laundry. <laughs> One, uh, respect furniture. I feel like we just should, ev- all episodes should just end Every- with the word respect. <laughs> and you know what? Put your phone away. We haven't said it for a while. <laughs> Obviously. Um, number two, washing curfews. So um, everybody must be awake or rising when you do washing. Yeah. Just think um, of Melbourne right now, curfew. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Number three. Sorry. Um, complete your um, cycle for your laundry as soon as possible. <laughs> um, number four, stains are a part of life. So if there's a stain on your couch or carpet or whatever that you have purchased for your shared house, it is what it is. Get invest it. Invest in some good stain removers. Take, take a hit. And number five, no spoilers. We have talked about this before. Um, so it's TV together. So yeah. you can't just watch it together to avoid spoilers because then that way you won't ever make a spoiler because you won't ever know before the person that you're watching it with. Exactly. Obviously. It sounds so easy. But, yeah, obviously, say for any social media, TV, um, anything else that spoilers appear on. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk to anybody. <laughs> Not throw your phone in the river. <laughs> that way you can't even be on it when you're actually with people. <laughs> But um, thank you for listening. So this is part two. Um, next week we'll have um, about us because, you know, what what more would you want to you know about us? Oh, I love these episodes. I feel like they're always so much fun. Um, and um, we'll do a poll earlier. So if you have some questions that you'd like to ask us, that we'll have them up. And um, the week after we'll finish our mini-series on Shared House Ooh. on the fun topic that we touched on very quickly. <laughs> No. A, little, no. a little teaser for you. Anyway, um, have a good week. Yeah. Enjoy. 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 Goodbye. Bye. Thank you.